What's good, yo? Welcome to another episode of Real Talk, where as always, the shit's real, we talk about it. I'm your host for tonight, Pat Scorpio, the New England representative, and as always, I got my man with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Yo, what he does, LB, Lauderdale Boss, a.k.a. Shutterworth, the God, the GOAT artist, Soul Wars creator, RingGangRadio.com, in the building, 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 building. Yes, sir, Ringing in the house. <laughs> Ringing in the house forever and always. And as always, I got my other man with me. I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Yow! You already know who it is. Your boy, King P, Bodega P, Bodega Box in the building. Ring Gang Radio, what up? Hollywood with these entrances now. Like, hold on. I'm saying, like, I'm over here dying. I'm trying not to laugh too hard. I guess this nigga came out there. I was like, wow. Nigga was watching that ghost face shit last night. What was Yo, P straight from this fucking sewer, except he's above ground today, nigga. Yeah, yeah straight so off the High Williams uh, video shoot. Yo, P, yo, tell tell the people, yo, what you been up to, man, on your day off from the sewer, bruh? <laughs> I mean, it's the same shit, man. I'm just, I'm still protecting the city, even when I'm not in the sewer. Just, but you, you know, the, the usual. The usual. I, I can't. I can't tell y'all what I've been doing because it's a secret. But you'll find out eventually. Of course, man. You know, you keep, you keep the city and the streets safe from you know the niggas in ninja pajamas and niggas that got brains in their stomachs and you know niggas that got like foil over their heads and shit, nigga. And as always, man, we like we salute you for your service, man. It's very underrated and understated too. Uh, but last and certainly not least, man, I got my last man to you know to speak on stuff. So I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Yo, what's good? What's good? It's your boy Pilot, Conscious Pilot here, representing Ring Game Radio. Ready for it? Yeah, you know, because they call this, they call that man Conscious because he elevates above all other niggas. Man, nah, can nah, you dig nah, it? Fuck that! No, no, no. We do over, do over. Somebody got to make a plain sound effect or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean something. That was wet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try. We'll get that other one. We'll get that other one. I don't know what that was. That sounded like a. a, a Boat, helicopter. <laughs> that's a new shit. That, that's hey, new shit. Bro. That's original though. That, I can dig it though. That's that, that was the deleted scene from the the A Team movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Marlon Wayne's one, right? <laughs> yo, you guys are fools, yo. But yeah, don't worry, don't worry, Polly. Though, yeah, we, we, we'll get you though. Like I said, yo, you'll you'll have your own unique intro in no time, and that's a good start though. I might laugh about that shit later though, but you know that's a good start. <laughs> so yeah, man, we we got some you know got some stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, we're gonna go right into the recap, you know, from the you know from the excellent fight from last night from Golden Boy, where Maurice Hooker, you know, and Virgil Ortiz slugged it out in the main event. Oh, hold on, hold on. So this is like part one of the uh, Snyder, I mean, a uh, ring game cut, right? Like we're, we're naming this uh, uh, part one Hooker Ortiz. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, though. But, yeah, though, that fight, you know, and first things, too, because originally that whole card in the game, we thought it would be one of them struggle cards that would go by too quick. You know, like it would be, like be like Triple G and Canelo 2 all over again. You know, with undercard, this, all of that shit ended mad early for no reason. Uh, <laughs> You know, and everybody like, damn, Oscar is down bad. Like, he needs to, he needs to get his, he needs to get some shit together. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it turned out to be a really good card. You know, and we'll get into some of those fights in a little bit. But the main event, though, the main event was interesting as fuck. You know, first of all, the action delivered in the ring, and even like the and and also it was good to see. It's it's, it's wonderful to see energy from the fans. You know, before the fight. Although it was kind of disrespectful, the niggas was really, you know, chanting um, Ortiz or Hooker's name when they were trying to give a ten count to Marvin Hagler. I was like, "Yo, these these cats must be drunk or something." Like, yeah, I think people were just so excited to be out, but damn, like, yo, give Hagler his, his respect. Like, let him get that ten count. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, if you're gonna say something, it better be Hagler related. Don't you know? 
yeah. You know, I was like, I was like, these cats already have, and of course, you know, I was, of course, I was told by many people on Twitter that, you know, Texas didn't have the no mask mandate, and I just realized, wait a minute, I just rapped about that shit in my prediction video. Of course, that's the reason why, like, the only niggas is probably super lit in there. So that was like, like, oh, so that's part of the reason why. Uh, you know, so yeah, like South Beach down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I've seen those videos. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 they're big wilding down there in Florida. Like, what, but what else is new with Florida? Just don't bring that shit thirty minutes up here. You know, <laughs> Word. leave that shit in like leave that shit in day. Like, don't bring it to Broward. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we got shit to do at night. Like, we don't need a curfew. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, no one needs a cooker, but you know, human people can't behave themselves, you know, that's what happens, you know. But, um, but yeah, no, it's just good to see that energy, you know, you know, two fires and Ortiz, um, got like a big ovation, and then Hooker, this reporter Broner was supposed to be like, (laughs) yeah, but Hooker's from Texas too, but they was booing the shit out of that man, like, I'm guessing, I'm guessing that was from the Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could be real. I mean, it's from the Mexicans, you know, because you know Mexicans, you know, they they are really into their into their boxing and their boxers. Like, I mean, we're not afraid to say it. It's the truth, yeah. you know. But damn, you're like a hooker is from Texas, yo. He repped y'all. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he, he's he was a world yeah, champion, y'all. Yo. I can see if the booze were like like you know sixty four. I mean, the the crowd was like sixty forty, maybe even seventy thirty. But that bitch was like. Like, like 90 10 or some shit like like honestly I'm surprised I'm please like I'm actually surprised I didn't hear like an n-word on camera because I'm thinking like they was that kind of lit I was going to hear some shit <laughs> you know but it's like I mean between him and then every time they put the camera on um on uh Crawford boo you know Spence though I mean that, that was for obvious reasons yeah Dude, Crawford is not liked in damn Texas, man. <laughs> you, you better fight one of these Texas dudes, like 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 Spence or uh, Ortiz. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I, I, I think you know they um, need to get his he needs to get his respect in that state because they, they were showing him none. Yeah, so like so you can tell like the crowd was already super hyped, and then you see you know Hooker and Ortiz like they already just pacing around the ring and shit like that. And I was like, okay, this is about to be this is about to be a fight, and you know we're we're looking for a good welterweight fight since you know since the top level welterweights are kind of bullshitting, so and they're bullshitting a lot. So when that bell rang, you know them boys were throwing, man. So like LB, man, what was what what, what were your thoughts on the on that fight? That's a damn good fight, man. Like the energy carried over from the previous fight, and both duels came out there. Like aggressive as hell. Um, Hooker was putting that jab and that reach to work. He was. He, he was keeping Ortiz at bay. Ortiz was 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 plodding and coming after him, but he was moving his head. Mm-hmm. He was stopping him with that jab. Like it, it, it was like boxer versus a uh, pressure fighter. Like it was, it was a good contrast, and they both were, were capable on the inside. So you would get some real good exchange, but. <clears throat> It just seemed like Ortiz was the um, physically stronger guy, and he took the better punch. Although it felt like a hooker buzzed him a couple times, like he he definitely passed the the little chin test. Like, mm-hmm. like, like don't get me wrong, like Ortiz, you know, he's fought some guys with decent power, and Orozco is heavy-handed. He is. But he never fought someone yet that had like real type of like punching power, like real pop, like in a boxing way, like like, yeah. look, like a dude's right hand left hook against you. It's not no swarming, clubbing, heavy handed shit. Like nah, yeah. Look, Hooker has legit power. Yeah, especially and especially if he you know if he really extends his power. Because like I said, as we were mentioning before, you know Hooker enjoyed a ten inch reach advance, a uh, reach advantage. So it's like you know you know you don't want to eat too many of right hands that he fully extends. Right. Because, I mean, it'll, it'll, those four hands will stop anybody, no matter what type of chin that you have in their tracks, eventually. You know, he so... Was, he was letting them go, but, you know, it's that determination, man. Like, like Ortiz was just, just on him. Yeah, like, Ortiz, like, I mean, he, he, he could not be dissuaded or nothing. Like, I mean, like, he, like, he, like, he, I mean, Ortiz was throwing combinations like ASAP, bro, like, 
Like, that's what you want to see. I'm, I'm tired of everybody going ham in the training videos, throwing 14 punch combinations on the mitts and the pads and all that shit. When a fight comes, everybody's like, nah, okay, one, two, one, two, oh, three, four. Oh my God. Like, like yeah. let your fucking hands go. Like, <laughs> one, two, fight, one, two, like, or one, two, one, or one, two, <laughs> shit one, like one. that. Okay, so. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, like, and, 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 you know, you get a better fight that way. You, you got, like, honestly, ah, no, no, like, I don't know, for some reason, no one's calling it a fight of the year, but it was a damn good fight. It was, it was a hella ebb and, hell, hell ebb and flows. Yeah, it's like, for some reason, no one's, like, ah, it's like, you didn't have that fight of the year vibe, but for some reason, we've given fights lesser than that, like that fight of the year. Well, because of the, I mean, usually the peaks, it's the peak. Like, there was a, you know, this was a nice back and forth ebb and flow. But I don't think anybody, there was no blah until the end. So right. that's what they had. That's a blah at the end of some of them rounds, though. Yeah, he did, though. But I think it's because. Um, because like I said, because Ortiz was going for like Ortiz wasn't as hurt as Hooker. Like when Hooker got hurt, like he could like he was hurt, you know. Whereas yeah, Ortiz, like Ortiz would get buzzed a little bit and then you know and come back. You know, I, I think like there was Evan Flow, but I don't think it was the type of fight of the year Evan Flow that people were uh, looking for. Although, like I said, it was an extremely outstanding fight. It's damn, is is honestly, I guess it's it's that notch below a fight of the year. Like it's just right up there, but it's not quite. Yeah, like uh, let's say if, if if um if Ortiz actually like went down a little bit or he lost a little bit more rounds, he probably could have he probably could give it he probably could maybe give it a fight of the year consideration. But I mean, yeah, I and mean, then we'll be having all these um, oh, uh, he was exposed. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because you know there are niggas that you know there are cats out there that don't like Oscar, and they're like, you know what? And then they'll, and they'll, and you know Ortiz is the most visible fighter there outside of Ryan Garcia. So they will be so I know they were, yeah, you know, they would say that like, immediately. And also I want to acknowledge people that are you know are in that chat right now. Shout out to the coup d'etat of boxing. No hello back and yeah, Hooker you said Hooker really tested Ortiz and gave him a great fight. Props for that. I can't believe such a huge guy was able to make one forty. Yeah, no Hooker yeah, Hooker is a big dude, like in, in person. Like I mean I was there when this nigga was trying to make wait for his last 140 or the fight before he fought Ramirez like he had to lose like five pounds or some shit like that it was fucking crazy I think he ended up having to you know cut some of his hair down a little bit to make it I, I never... <laughs> Damn. yeah no yeah Hooker how Hooker made 140 is is crazy but... but he still seemed like he could fill out more like at 147 like I almost feel like he needs to be put on like a like a strength and conditioning plan like not, not even conditioning, like a strength plan, like you know, it might be. He does, he does look kind of, kind of wiry mm-hmm. on the wiry like, side. Too wiry, like, 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 like Tito was wiry, but mm-hmm. Tito had like that solid type of, like even Hearns, like they look wiry, but it's the hardness to it, like the muscles look real, like, like. Like Hooker looked like a guy. Like if you see him in a street fight, mm-hmm. like you would instantly try to scoop and slam him. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah, like Hooker. I mean, I think Hooker. I think reason why not because you know most people they drop the type of weight that they drop, you know, to get themselves a little bit of a competitive advantage. You know, I mean, Hooker could probably fight. I mean, could definitely fight fight at one fifty four. He he'll, he'll fill out there. Probably, nah, he he need to he need to. Hit the weights. <laughs> well, what's the point of him keep going up and weight, and he's still damn weak or, or, or not as not peak durability? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, I say hit the weights, everybody. I mean, he he has power at at this weights as he's at, but yeah, it's just his durability is not where it needs to be, and it could be just because he he he's, he's probably draining weight. Because I mean, everyone knows like draining weight is pretty much, you know, it messes up, it messes you up big time, it can mess it up in different ways. Okay, maybe, because I said strength and conditioning, maybe he, he needs strength and, um, nutritioning. <laughs> like, like, I mean, which one is it? Like, how, how far he gonna keep going up in weight? I mean, I don't know, I mean, but maybe I mean, I don't know. 47 work. 
I mean, I know, I mean, because remember, all the rumblings, like, okay, you know, he wanted to fight Froge at the full 147 mark, so it was just like... And look at that, damn, the, the props Progre uh, could have got them props uh, Ortiz is getting. Yeah, exactly. We could have been, we could, we been talking about a, a Progre Crawford potential fight. I'm saying, you know... That's what you should have been calling. You focused on fucking Broner, like... Yeah, Broner and Tank. It's like they're on a whole different career trajectory from you. Like Yeah, and you know, and and that's not ready to cross yet. So it's unfortunate too. Like man, Ortiz got the props from taking out a former world champion in his what, sixteenth fight or whatever. And uh, and then of course but it, it, Ortiz's performance wasn't always perfect. You know, I mean, in the third, especially the fourth round, too, like, we saw Hooker probably implement that plan that him and Bomek was probably working on, like, I mean, that was probably, that was his best round of the fight, because, I mean, he had, he was boxing, he was moving in and out, he was letting that jab go, he was letting the hands go, his right hands go, like, he had Ortiz, and I think he even buzzed Ortiz in that round, too, you know, yeah. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I maybe... like, a, a right hand that was like, holy shit. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, we, we get more of those rounds and uh, we can, we might really have something, you know. Yeah, but Ortiz shook it off and he just kept kept at it. Like, like, like Hooker, Hooker's feet needs to be faster. Like, he almost seems like a, a better punching Benavidez. I was, I was, literally, I was literally just, I was literally just going to say Benavidez vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, quicksand, uh, sharper punching in quicksand. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because look how fast um, Ortiz was able to shift his feet and, and, and pivot and get around him. Like, mm-hmm. like, come on, like you shouldn't be having like people shouldn't be looking like Pacquiao around you, like. Yeah, and Ortiz has good footwork, but come on, like you yeah, no, but I mean, Hooker, I mean, Hooker was still giving him issue in that round, and also the fifth round too with the lateral movement. Like Ortiz wasn't cutting off the ring on him that well, you know. I mean, he was doing that whole that that, that, that walking down thing we talk about, like yeah, I don't know what it is that we're cutting off the ring, like that that's really becoming a lost art. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah, we just want to follow people across the ring now. Just follow them. like that. That does get annoying. Like, like to be honest, like when you spar someone in, in boxing, it, it's low key more fun. And I, I can't believe I'm saying this because I know I'm a back foot boxing ass dude, but <laughs> it's low key more fun to cut off the ring and, and pressure fight somebody. Yeah. No, but. <laughs> But, you feel me, right? Like, like the whole like you see in the eyes widen when you get nearer and closer, and it's like the Beanie Seagull shit. Like uh, a bully is on the narrowest blocks of ass. What's that line he said? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I get what you're saying too, but it's just like I think most people are just like they like to do the like they'll follow you around because they think okay maybe they'll tie you out that tie you out that way. And I think they're just thinking that they'll, they'll probably put more dividends in what they're doing. I right? Round get boring though. It, it does too. And when you know, cut off the ring. That's when it's like. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're, they're either forced to make an adjustment or forced to put their brain on the spot. Following somebody around, I feel like really only like works best when you have like when you're able to punch at different types of angles, which a lot of fighters can't don't really have like aren't really good at punching at all different angles. It was like corner corner them, like but a lot of them just can't corner them. So if you can't corner them and you can't punch in all different angles, then it just, you're just following somebody with real no real plan. And just for the sake of following them, footwork isn't better than that, right? But then Ortiz though was able to make an adjustment though, and I think it was like round six. Like Ortiz immediately start you know start throwing to the body. Like he was like, you know what, you know, let me let, let me let me cut all this out and let me just see round five is when he started kind of opening up. Like that's when I seen the change. Like it, it's funny how like all of us had the the next round. But it's like he completed the process and like he went a, a he went like a stage above in each round. Like we had our predictions and like yeah, he I felt like he opened like he started opening up on round five of my prediction. Round six, I felt like he was full steam, charged up, doing yeah. the damn thing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round yeah, yeah. seven was the end of it. Yeah, six, in round in, in round six, that he 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 broke down Hooker like he Hooker, would have stopped him if he had more time in that round. Yeah, yeah, because he dropped him near oh, the yeah. round. Hooker was hurt right there. Yeah, and and then this corner is like you know what he's like you know he took my breath away because Ortiz landed uh, a solar plexus punch. And if you ever got hit your solar plexus, you don't recover. You don't, yeah, you don't not 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 fun, not fun at all. I can I can test you. Out of it, like you need like like the solar plexus from a straight shot right there mm-hmm. hurts. Like, yeah, it absolutely hurts. But the way he got caught, he got caught like at the the upper quadrant of it. Yeah, <laughs> part, like near your rib. Yeah. So it's like your rib gonna hurt and the fucking solar plexus hurt. Like that's worse than getting hit in the damn solar plexus straight up. Yeah, and you can tell because he caught out that uh, in the final round of the fight. Like his arms were pinned to his sides. Like he was, you know, I mean, dude, dude was in. You know, he was trying to buy some time, you know, because I, I know he, he he was gonna need like at least another round to recover. But Ortiz smelled blood at that point. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna finish this. And but the thing though, the, the ending was kind of anticlimactic in a way. Yeah, yeah, it, it felt that way. Like it wasn't like no dope knockdown. We were like, oh shit. Yeah, it was like the exchange, and then Hooker turned away, went to the canvas, holding his right arm or something like that. You know, you know, saying like he popped an elbow or something. Something broke. You know, his hand or whatever. But like the referee didn't even like you know count it. Like he just pretty much he was like he waved it off immediately. I was like. And that was the only thing I actually I found wrong with it. I was like, damn, the ending was just so. I hate you hate because you hate to see injury TKOs. Like you want to see it a little bit more cleaner. But uh, you know what are you gonna do? Sometimes you know the referee had to do what he had to do. So you know he waved it off, and Ortiz won a great slugfest by TKO in round number seven. I was only one off of my prediction too, which I was like, I was like, damn it, you know, one more fucking round. But um. Yeah, though, but yeah, flat out, you know, uh, Ortiz, though, you know, a mature, it, it was a more, it was a more mature performance, though, but he did get tagged, though, it wasn't for us, like I said, I mean, you saw his face, like, I mean, or Hooker hit him with some shit, like, he had trademark, he had some trademarks all over his face, like, so, you know, some areas were swollen and everything like that, so, you know, uh, but like I said, he walked right through him, but he won't be able to walk through everyone's shot like that. Man, he didn't even, I, nah, you can't say he just walked right through him, like, he, he, he kept coming, but he didn't, like, he did back up, he did pause, you saw the punches affected him, but, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't, he didn't let that shit deter his plan, like, like, this is the thing, Ortiz, we have to remember, guys with pressure styles who are offensive, they're gonna get hit more than the guy who's playing cute, cutie McGee with the back foot shit. <laughs> So it's like I expect a guy like Ortiz to have a couple, you know, shots on his face, take a few hits. Like honestly, his defense is pretty solid for his style. Like you know, you're not gonna have no one's fucking prime Roman Gonzalez. No, of course not. Or, or, or Roberto Duran. Like you know, give him a break. <laughs> Shit, yeah, I can't. Dude, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I can't argue with results. I mean, like I said, I mean, he yeah, he, I mean, he took some shots or whatever like that, but I mean, it wasn't like he was getting knocked around or. So did, did, didn't y'all want him to answer some questions? Remember, we just had them um, Spence answer questions like his last fight that we've been wanting for like the last five six years. Mm-hmm. Like, how many punches Spence fought? Uh, not too many. Not many. <laughs> Damn, I'm, y'all, y'all left me hanging. I'm like, hold on. Like, not, not many. I mean, aside from aside from Danny, Danny's the only real puncher he fought. But you know, he but he didn't really do anything to Spence. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas Porter, who was not real, really see as a puncher, you know, you know, was buzzing Spence left and right at times. So. Yeah, the different delivery system on the punches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you got you know, you got Danny's boxing, and you got like the aggressive swarming werewolf boxing. <laughs> you know, one of them damn overhand rights gonna get in there. Absolutely no, but um, but it was the type of fight that you know they needed. Like Ortiz, you know, I mean, he had the crowd in his hand or whatever. Although, truthfully, too, like I, I actually. For some reason, I was th- I thought Ortiz spoke Spanish 
And, you know, turns out he was like, he didn't. I was like, really? And for some reason, because I mean, he comes in with the, he comes in with the Spanish music and everything like that. And that was a that was a minor thing on Twitter too. I, <laughs> uh, it was like, oh, they said he was pan. What, what is that pandering? Like, I don't think so. Like, no, it wasn't a pander. Like, because he, he said he couldn't speak Spanish and he was learning. But I was like, she did not. She did not even try. <laughs> I would just let. Yeah, I rather you know he's doing this shit that I be blaming Canelo not doing with English, so I can't I can't say nothing. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I mean, he's learning because I mean I think because Ortiz I think knows where his bread is buttered. Like you know he's trying to you yeah. know he, you know he's he's tapping into his fan base. People, you know? people always telling me, oh Canelo's English is getting better. I'm like, where the fuck y'all hearing this English? <laughs> like where where I'm always hearing Canelo's English I'm like, where where like because honestly if you don't if you don't speak English after the fucking fight I don't give a damn like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just be honest with you like like if you're not speaking English right before the fight or afterwards it's like you know a random interview in, in fucking goddamn uh Mexico or someplace, or yeah, I mean, <laughs> you decide to speak English that day, and you know, in Mexico. But when you're in America, you speak in Mexican uh, Spanish. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, sense. I mean, I, I mean, let's say it's you know different, you know, different folks for different folks. I mean, obviously, we are not, you know, we're most of us are. I mean, I'm not Hispanic or anything like that. So you know, he has. He has, he has I, he, I, I am. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm Latino and, and my Spanish is really poor, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that, but, Danny Gar, that Danny Garcia Spanish. That was a shout out to official scoreboard boxing and science. Yeah, yeah, that that was a fail. Yeah, like honestly, honestly, <laughs> it was a bit of a fail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, but you know, as long as he keeps at it, I'm sure, sure, like you mean his fan, you know. The people who are fucking out that type of performance, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll still fuck with him. I'm pretty sure he'll write off some more the next time he fights, though. But yeah. the person who really, you know, who really lit him up on interviews was Maurice Hooker. Like, dude came on there sound like a youth. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was, he was a, he was a Dallas Pock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, like, shit, like it's funny you say that because ain't the damn the realest from like Texas. Oh, that that's a name that you don't hear. You know, I, I, I think so too. Dude. Yeah, like that's name oh, you don't hear. Yeah, y'all stop with the hip hop trivia. <laughs> but yo, it's like I mean, Hooker, like Hooker had it's one thing too. Hooker was pouring his heart out, but you but you know, so the Mexicans though, they were like you know, they were booing the shit out of him. You know, it's like it's a like, hell. Oh, I'm a warrior. Like fuck y'all. Like he like he was like he was raw with it. I mean, I don't blame him. Like after a fight like that, he he wasn't rude to Ortiz. He respected him. He didn't complain. They had a good fight. It was for Texas. It was for the culture. Fuck all that. Yeah. There was no real reason to boo him. Like he yeah, no, was on like... his shield. Like if your hand popped, whatever you you know. Yeah. It was what not... can you do? Like. Yeah, no, yeah, you need your hands to fight. If you don't have, if you don't have your weapons to and fight. Everybody's not gonna be fucking a Toro Gotti and 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 break their hand and, and throw five consecutive uppercuts on you. Yeah, you know, I mean, not everyone's used to fighting with broken hands like Paul Malignaggi. You know, some people like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I mean, and then, but then Hooker got out of the ring and was looking for smoke too. Like, you know, they had to pull him away because he was about to go. He's about to go. And yeah, he, he was ready. He was ready for anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, honestly, he go oh, damn. He makes another. I just read in the comments. He makes another good point. If he didn't try to speak his Spanish, I wouldn't know he didn't speak it. Look, yeah, that's facts. Because yeah, I assume exactly, he spoke. Exactly. Yeah, but I think I think most people are like uh, most people are like because you know I think because his his aura, I guess you want to call that, is like oh you know probably just because and that's how I always thought. I was like. He wasn't like, like let's say like a wine FC or some shit like that. Like I thought, okay, you know, dude, you know, spoke. I, it was a surprise to me. Usually, I'm not taking like by um, surprise like that, but it was just a very minor thing. <laughs> I was just surprised that he admitted it so freely, <laughs> especially where he was at. Yeah, so, like fuck it. Yeah, nah, it's better you admit that after you won a fight. Like you don't admit that after you lost. So yeah. So it's better he did that. This yeah, time. Your word. Don't get knocked out and don't, don't get the Crawford fight and then you're like, you know. Oh, I guess I could 
practice my Spanish before the rematch. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but speaking of that, I mean, obviously, um, he was trying to, um, in his, in his interview, Ortiz was like, mentioned, do you want to fight Terrence Crawford? And Ortiz, you know, was looking for the smoke. I was like, yeah, set that shit up. Like, I'll, I'll, fight, I'll fight Crawford now. And that led to, like, a whole another thing, too, I noticed on Twitter. Like, and of course, you know, you have Hooker even saying it too. Like, nah, I don't think he's ready for Crawford. He, be, he was ready for your ass. The fuck? <laughs> all, all he did was, like, he, he beat Goro, gave him, give him Sang Sung now. <laughs> he, he beat Saggy, let him get Bison now. Yeah, it's pretty I'm viral, depending if you're in uh, Japan. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, but LB though, I, I I did like that tweet you put out though. It's like you know if, if the if, if the young man wants smoke, let him get it. You know what I'm saying? Like simple as that. You know. Exactly. You know, I mean, and obviously right now, I mean his I mean his peak I mean his peak is higher now. I mean I, I mean I don't think Ortiz is at his peak now, but I think now after a performance like that, especially against a former world champion, you know you might as well just you might as well try to pull the trigger and see what he can do against someone like Crawford. Yeah, like, well, why not? Like, who who is look the man? Look, Crawford's gonna look bad if he ducks this fight. And I'm gonna say why. On the same broadcast, you said the Spence fight history. Yeah, and that that wasn't so a now, <laughs> the next person from Texas who's a beast. You don't, you sound like you don't want to fight him either. So, and he calling you out? Nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bad look. Like. If, if, if Crawford don't fight Porter or, or somebody on that level, yeah, people gonna remember this moment. Yeah, so, that, so that's like pressure. It's like now it's like he painted himself in a corner. And that's the thing. That, and, I, and I like Crawford though, but that was like the wrong thing to say, you know. Especially between that, so I was like, if you're not like, I mean, your options. He he, he playing like he oh he just he just he just playing like, but whatever. I'm tired of the the, the games. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, like I'm, I'm already over the fight over both of them posturing and shit like that. He's so. like, he's like trying to, he's trying to do the, the whole, he's trying to do the whole, like, remember when, when Mayweather, like after Pacquiao got knocked out, he's like, ah, oh, I'm not fighting you, I'm not worried about you, I'm not fighting you, like he's trying to do that, but like you're not Mayweather, like, and when I know you had a resume or, or the names attached to your name. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna if, if you're gonna be like, well, I'm not worried about it. I'm not fighting you. That's not gonna generate interest from me. I'm just not gonna give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's what's one thing. So it's like, so it's, I think the whole thing. I mean, you can see the backlash against it. I mean, it's turning people off from the fight, and that's the. And I mean, I think I mean people still didn't learn from Pacquiao Mayweather, and that's on a bigger fight on a bigger level. Like no one. You know, like I said, no. Like after that, people just don't have the type of patience for that fight. And if two of the best fighters in the division don't want to get it on, you know, when they, and they both have belts, like you know, it's it's a black eye. You know, no, like you know, people are tired of waiting for mega fights, yo. Especially in, after COVID is already fucking up everything. Exactly, and there's no excuse now, especially the way shit going. Cause look. Yeah, the never, now you had the never-ending story with fucking Floyd and Pac. Mm-hmm. That didn't really live up to what it was supposed to be because the fight was fucking four years too late. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, no one's gonna put up in there. As the only only records it broke was uh, money. Yeah, pretty much money, pay per view, yeah. pay per view But I don't talk about boxing in boardrooms. Yeah, right. Like, I don't go to the gym and like, yo, my nigga, yo, that shit, you know, that shit sold like three, four milli, bruh. You know, yeah. like, like now no one talks like that in the boxing gyms. Like, yeah, that. We, we, we not, yeah, we're we not going to do the whole, uh, the whole hip hop era standing of records. Well, I sold more records than you. This person. So, yeah. So, so yeah. after that was done, you had the new fucking damn um, Never Ending Story Part 2. <laughs> you, know, you had more characters got introduced to the movie series. You know, shit was still lame. Canelo and Golovkin. That shit took longer than it was supposed to take. Absolutely. I know we all give Canelo his props for the tough fights he's taking now, but we can't forgive that stretch of Leon Smith, Amir Khan, and Chavez Jr. Yeah, no, we can never. That's never. the only reason why people still talking about Andre and Charlos. 
because Canelo ain't fight him then. Right. And then I just want to take a break to acknowledge two other people in our chat. Sway Puma mentioned bad luck that Bud was antagonizing him at ringside when he wasn't doing that for Spence, which is also true. Um, was he? Th- he was there for that for Spence and Spence, yeah. right? Yeah, he was. Because yeah, yeah. remember, Bud was getting into it with some of the fans. Yeah, no, because they were talking about yo, this this this, this is a Spence house, homie. All that other bullshit that you saw yeah. in the videos. And then also too, yeah, Sweeper also mentioned that Spence was literally a hundred feet away from Bud, but Bud chose to talk trash to a twenty-two year old. The thing is like. Bud didn't even do that, really. It's like he was on some like condescending, like nah, nah, you don't want it. Like uh, yeah, you beat my henchman, but you know I got more. You know, Herring got the move up after Frampton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there in his groom shit, and he did, like fight, like stop throwing people. I mean, like you throwing other fighters at dudes. Like you're not Floyd. Don't. Well, you know, can he beat Devin Alexander? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Like, like no, like you're not a super villain. Like, yeah, and then, and then Khan. <laughs> and also, shout out to Joshua O. Uh, he mentioned that the zone cards have been on point since December. They have, yeah. you know, you know, they, they, and you know, they most certainly have. And we were talking about even before we started uh, the podcast. You know, um, we were thinking that this Golden Boy card was going to be kind of struggle. You know, especially if you're watching it from the from jump. Um, you know, because I think they, they lost the Cano fight because Cano or something like that had uh, somebody had someone fell sick or some shit like that. At least it wasn't COVID, you know. And Cano always bring it too. Yeah, no, that that would have been that would have been a hell of a fight too. Though. But the three fights that they did have on there before the uh, before Hooker and Ortiz, like they were they were entertaining enough. I mean, the first one was really a jobber type of fight. You know, I mean, yeah. where you had Patrick Mahomes look alike knock out, <laughs> knock out the cat that uh, <laughs> that knocked out the guy that knocked out Wilder's brother. You know, he actually got knocked out on a stretcher too. That was kind of like, oh, yeah. that was brutal. Shout out to Keith Soprano because he texted me for that fight. Like, yo, you seen that? Like, that was like quick and brutal. Like, that was nice and short. I was like, yeah, that shit kind of looked like damn. Um, Michael from the Wire when he beat up Jit that uh was still oh, yeah. Canard uh, Canard right Canard yeah dude Canard ass whooping in the corner yeah yeah Canard had that ass whooping coming to me I hated that little nigga though <laughs> he had that ass whooping coming to him too <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that, that was that was a good reference though. <laughs> You know, and then the but then because that fight ended so quickly, so we're thinking like, oh, they have the two Lopez's in there. Was it Jairo and Marcelino, a Mexican and someone from Ar- uh, from Argentina in there? So, and that fight was one of them uh, was was one of them gut check slugfest because yeah, yeah. the Mexican Lopez went down in almost every round too, but he would come back. And you know, and he would come back hard, fighting hard. Like he put himself in the fire, like in the in, in fire. Like he jump in the fire to slug it out with with the dude who, like the the broadcasters that couldn't stop talking about the dude's body like that. I was like, oh my god, he's so ripped. He's so like that conditioning. And you lift weights. Pause. Yeah, like I was, I was like, Ooh, commentary me. especially bad. Like, huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like. Yo, the, the hate that those two guys have for fucking Sergio Mora with the whole yeah, the Sergio Mora is too much. God damn, they should have like yeah, honestly, I don't like that shit. I honestly don't like it. Like, I don't like how they openly disrespect him. Like, nah, that was. Yeah, like, I was like, yo, like, I mean, Mora may have his faults as a fighter, but that man is a world champion, like. Yeah. Mark can knock you guys out with one shot. Like they, they, they go in on. He's like, like, oh, well, you suck. Like he's talking like when he's like, you suck at math. I'm like, what? Like, why, why would he? <sighs> Motherfucker say some stupid shit. And then the whole thing about like uh, super bad being from the same gym. Like it, it was almost like he couldn't like like damn like they can't be from the same gym. Like he can't be happy for her. Like yeah, exactly. It's like yo. Like, oh my god. Like ugh, just. 
Like every every car with these, every time with this, with this combination, like they say something that's cringeworthy. Like it's like they cannot get through one zone card, you know, without offending either offending the viewers. Like you know, it's always or something moral, or, or somebody or, or Ryan Garcia's dad or yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, like I mean, better like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, and it, and it takes away from the fights too. Like, I mean, because the 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 two Lop- the two Lopez's that fight, that shit was awesome. Like for as long as it lasted, which it lasted longer than I expected it would have lasted. <laughs> it lasted to the fifth round. That's you know, a good fight. That was really good. Yeah, it was a really good fight. The crowd was fucking with it. They were like, oh yeah, because they, they they wanted some shit like that. Dude kept getting fucking resurrected like a, a Street Fighter boss. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like someone <laughs> fucking contra coding shit, nigga. So it was just like, <laughs> yeah, get some more lives. <laughs> you know, but I, I, but you know, I we had bring it, we admire Hart, even though at that point it's clearly like you know if, the, if if dude didn't stay down himself, like he was probably looking at some real problems with some real damage. He, he, gotta, he put in that contra code for infinite lives <laughs> just in the nick of time right <laughs> you know but uh, the Lopez that won Marcelina Lopez I was like damn yo that dude because they kept on mentioning Cano says he was the hardest puncher he ever faced I think he was the one that I think he was the only one that had to really cleanly I mean Eric Morales knocked out Cano too but I think he really knocked out Cano if I'm not mistaken so like so Cano and so Cano like if if um, if Ortiz doesn't get the fights, you know, you know, things don't happen the way they need to. I would not mind seeing him in the ring with Marcelino Lopez, because Marcelino Lopez looks like he might bring it to him, and vice versa. That's just that's just my that's just that's just my opinion. I'm not saying that should be the next fight, but I wouldn't mind it per se. Um, I'm not sure what, what what the rest of you think, but I mean that's just. That's just I'm okay with it. Yeah. For sure. It'd be a cool fight. Yeah, no, it, it would it would work, but you know Ortiz though does deserve a Crawford fight. No, make no mistake about it. I you know I really you know that okay. fight should try to make it happen. You know Oscar even look, Oscar even put out the tweet on Twitter. It's like, hey Terrence, you know have Bob call me. You know so you know crossing fingers, being optimistic. You know one of the options is this Bud Bud doesn't talk down every other fight. Yeah. Right. And, if he doesn't uh, fight Ortiz, he has to fight Porter. Well, but then WBO has to order it, you know, because you know Porter's well, not going to just take it because you know Porter. Porter's not going to enforce. Him. Porter's not going to enforce his mandatory and only get twenty five percent. They got to make it like you got to make Arrow make a good like a decent deal, which they said isn't going to happen until the. the, the they said, "Oh, we'll, we'll we'll see when the crowds come." So maybe, but oh. Yeah, it's one of those things too. Is like you want the WBO to order it so it can go to purse bid, and then you know, and, and I'm pretty sure Triller will probably, or DAZN will probably buy that shit quick. You know, and I think I think Top Rank wants to avoid another situation. I mean, they fucked around with the Tiafimo Lopez one, and they got them embarrassed. So yeah, well, I mean, but, yeah, but this is the same Bob that's like, well, I, I, I'm losing money on these fights. So if you're losing money on the fights, then let somebody else pay for it. You fuck. Yeah, and truthfully, yeah, you're like, you might as well, yeah, because Triller, that's over. Like, it's, it's a wrap. Like, that will be promoted so hard. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, I mean, yeah, Triller, and then if, if Bob was so concerned about that, yeah, let Triller win the bid and then let them give him, like, 800 thousand dollars in less than 12 seconds you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah i mean literally that's it or whatever whatever the cut is for promoters you know for non you know for biz that they're not that they don't win whatever the fuck they do. but yeah like let let it happen um they yeah because uh yeah the terrorist needs terrorist buffer needs a fight to capture the imagination because they, one day yeah well i mean unfortunately and i i would i was i was um, scou- scouring the Twitters, and you know, unfortunately, it. I, I can see why why Buzz not in a rush to fight anybody because I'd be like, I'd be following his sister, and like under the comments, they'd be like, well, well, 
you know, but sense. So it's like they're okay. Like, oh, who wants to see Porter? That's that's that. He's the PBC ho. Everybody has a turn at him. Like, <laughs> like I can see why you are okay with with why Bud doesn't take these fights because he knows that he can just fight whoever, and then they can just say, well, but Spence, you know, Spence won't take the fight. Yeah, yeah, but Spence will always look better because he has better scalps at exactly, exactly. So Crawford is always going to lose that argument. He's going to hang his hat on being pound for pound better. But if Spence keeps taking on good welterweight fights and then he eventually moves up, <clears throat> when it's all said and done, he could be look better, better than Crawford because Crawford never got into a fight where there was a chance he'd lose. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This 147 has been kind of stagnant. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you, he could hang his head on the pound for pound, but ain't doing nothing for him at 147. Right. Yeah, and people going to remember 147 more. People going to remember a Jeff Horn fight before they're going to remember a Beltran fight. Mm. Uh, I, 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 have, I have so many feelings about that, but I'm going to let you fuck with that one. <laughs> am, I, am I lying? Am I, am I lying? I mean, you're not lying, bro, but it just—I feel this just feels so hard even, for us. Even the commentators are trying to talk down the fight because remember, like I'm, I'm look, I, I, I want to see Ortiz and Bud. Fuck that, more for Bud's sake than Ortiz, because I feel like Ortiz would make a good fight with anybody. But Bud, he ain't really got the options like that. He talked down the Thurman fight, talked down Porter fight, spends history. I mean, who else? I mean, like I said, I mean, uh, unfortunately, the 147 stable at top rank, with the outside of Mean Machine, and it's just a whole bunch of young cats. And oh, me- God. The fact that you even have to mention. Dude, no one wants to see Ortiz and Mean Machine. Right, right, right. right, right. I'm saying, I'm saying, I mean, there's also one other fighter there, and he damn near went life and death with an old-ass Antonio, De- uh, Antonio DeMarco during the summer series. And I was like, yeah. And 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 funny thing is, they were trying to push that as a fight for Bud. I'm just like, no. Uh, Antonio DeMarco versus Bud? No, 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 no. It, there was a, there's another guy. He's like twenty. He's like twenty six and zero. Giovanni Santillian, some shit like that. I forgot. Yeah, how I remember that one. He was on the undercard. One of those. Uh, that was a yeah, good fight. fight. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a good fight though. But he, the fact that he struggled with an old ass Antonio DeMarco and should have lost, that, lost that shit, ain't it? Like, yeah, I thought he. I thought he should have lost that shit, but he yeah. won. You know, but I'm like they were trying to talk. They were trying to talk him up as a Bud opponent, but I'm like, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, absolutely nah, not. Like, he's not even like the Ortiz opponent. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, like yeah, no, so, yeah. Like, this is kind of them recycling the same people. This yeah. week of the matchups, like, let me get some young guys in their prime getting big fights now. Yeah, they aren't weak. Wait till niggas is 28, 29. Like, this ain't the rap game where motherfuckers is like. Getting put on in their first album and they damn twenty six and shit. <laughs> like this is like physical. Like a motherfucker could come out at fifty three and drop a classic album, but a motherfucking boxer he ain't gonna have no classic fight at fifty three. <laughs> exactly. You know, absolutely not. Uh, well, I mean, the like when when you mention Ortiz, they'll be like, well, but. But but you know, um, Bud Bud beating Ortiz right now would be like Floyd beating Canelo back when he was so young and he was green and, and it was still a good win. Get the fuck out of here! Now, now we talking down good matchups. Yeah, but and then just a sweat and and then sweat Palmer also uh, just mentioned too. You know, and obviously we heard this too. You know, Bud's fighting Jose Cito, then the winner of Ramirez Taylor late this year. Um, Ramirez Taylor winner, great fight. Uh, Josito Lopez, horrible fight. Yeah. If you take Josito Lopez, you, I could say you ducking Ortiz. Nah, and I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. No, 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 not that, not that. I, I ain't saying nothing about that. I'm just saying even the whole um, fighting um, Ramirez. Oh, so we're dragging up a, a 140 guy. Like what the hell? Nah, it's undisputed. Like nah, we we ain't gonna shit on that. Uh, Taylor Ramirez uh, winner. Nah. I, I'm not. I, I definitely won't. Like, I, nah, I, no, I, no, that's a legit fucking fight. And honestly, whoever look, whoever wins Taylor Ramirez will have a better resume than Bud. At 140, not no, at 147. No, no, no. 
No, at just better fucking resonance. No, no, that's fine, but that has nothing to do with them being at 147. So we're going to drag up a fucking better resume. I know, but it's the fact of, well, oh, that's a good opponent for Crawford, but, but like, we're dragging him up from another weight division. From another nah, nah, weight division. a good dude. Bro, Ramirez is a solid big dude. Look, they did all they could at uh, 140. That's why, they, that's why that fight is so big, because they legit fought every... Them two dudes fought everybody at fucking 147. But we have no idea how they'll translate to welterweight. That's my point. Ah, people really gonna shit on the fight because of that when you got... Four more undisputed going against each other. Well, I mean, I'm not. I, mean, I wouldn't shit on the fight too. Like, if Taylor actually beats Ramirez, like, I mean, Taylor would legit be a top five pound for pound. I'm not minimum. shitting on it. I'm just saying it, it will still leave a bad taste in people's mouths. Oh my god, like, dude, really? Like, when Bud Bass fight is a gamble, and here we're giving you Taylor versus Ramirez winner, and dudes will be like, you know what? Nah. I'm for it. I'm for it, but I'm telling you, like, I'm, I, I, realistically, I know how it's going to work. I, I'm, I'm upset because you're right. <laughs> we, we, we we boxing fans motherfuckers always gonna bitch about something <laughs> there's always some, yeah but that's the thing about boxing today there's always something to nitpick lord knows i do my whole bunch of nitpicking it's always gonna be something like but but honestly ortiz or ramirez um Taylor winner, the only acceptable realistic fights for bud what he resigns in october i think um no one wants to see fucking Jose Tsuta Lopez. Yeah. 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 I don't saying? know, man. We, we're we're going to be accused of being top rank groupies. Well, yo, you 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 don't shit on a Crawford for that, but you shit on Tank for bringing up smaller people. Yeah. Look, yeah. Look, look. Tank and um, Santa Cruz is a whole different situation. Yeah. Tank ate the weight, didn't struggle. That was like his best performance. Uh, Santa Cruz came in there serious. He made the weight. He fought his heart out. Gave us a. They both gave us a great fight. I don't know what's the fucking problem. And the matter of fact, Leo Santa Cruz is legit better than most of the people fucking uh, Crawford's fault. Mm. If, if we're talking like stature wise, I mean, you might be right there, pal. Yeah, I mean. Although I don't oh, want to really agree with that because how you know I'm not, I'm not like I said the LSC has been a, is a disappointment. He got ice for good reason, you know. So LSC a disappointment. The fucking Crawford a disappointment. If if I'm saying LSC would be his best opponent, if it, it would be his best name on his resume, like that's the type. That's how bad it looked. <laughs> Like, I, bottom line, look, he need to fucking fight Ortiz. Like, I'm tired of all these great fights getting pump fake, but we don't get them. Early in the year, we had Tank and Ryan Garcia pump fake. Mm-hmm. Now, that shit went from Ryan Garcia to Pacquiao to Pacquiao to this dude, that nigga, who, whoever the fuck. Tank now and Mario. Um, like, like now, it's like, okay, we got, you know, Crawford Ortiz. Next, right. next fight to be Josito uh, Lopez, Riverside Rocky. Like, yeah, no, no. Like, like come on. Like, I mean, I, I mean, Jose Lopez, I mean, I, I mean, we put, like, we, I mean, we put respect on Rosito's name. Like, there's, there's nothing wrong with Rosito in terms of what he is as a person, as a fighter, but he's just not the right person to be fighting Crawford at this point. He yeah, is a terrible guy. fighter. It's, a, it's yeah. a terrible fight for someone yeah. who's active in a pound for pound entrant. Ex- yeah, exactly. And like, there's no type of mandatory shenanigans involved. Like, come on. Yeah, you know. But someone who doesn't have that issue with fighting, like trying to fight the best or trying to, you know, try to separate herself.